Hey, welcome back, you undelicate little fucking flowers. As once, once again, as always, I am your one and only host, sometimes without the most, your boy, Jensen, the beautiful and majestic Dean Jackson, bringing you another episode of Entertainment Beyond, and today we're going to do another installment of news from around the interwebs. First off, kicking off this news, we have news that more than likely the sequel to Happy Death Day to You, Happy Death Day 3, more than likely not a go. Number two is looking to be underperforming. Uh, the first one grossed $125 million, and as of this uh, news cycle thingy, whatever you want to call it, it's only done about half of that. And so that's not tracking well at all. That's actually uh, surprising. Uh, the first one made 125 milli off of a 50 mil budget. So you can see if, if you know anything about the movie business, then you're more than understanding on why they were so quick to get their gun off with green lighting the sequel. Uh, I would be shocked if they didn't. Uh, I haven't seen Happy Death Day to you yet, but I would be kind of shocked if they didn't just because I know those Blumhouse dudes are able to turn a profit off of not spending very much on on movies. You know, they've produced things like Get Out, uh, there's some horror franchise ghost uh, fucking series of movies that they've uh, financed. I, I know that they're able to make a quick buck, you know, you know, make $50 off of spending a dime type of dudes. So they're real smart about their money. I don't know. It's, uh, I think it's wait and see with the, the sequel to Happy Death Day to you. But yeah, as of now, uh, the, the producer or someone higher up in Blumhouse is saying they're, uh, very unsure about a third Happy Death Day movie. All right. Uh, next up on the docket, Idris Elba is in talks to take over the role of Deadshot from Will Smith. And you might be wondering what the fuck, as I was wondering when I was reading this little piece of uh, information. But I guess Will Smith has some scheduling conflicts that are going to keep him from doing the the sequel, not sequel, the, the requel, the reboot sequel. And... Uh, they haven't said, I do know that James Gunn, uh, ex-writer and director of both Guardians 1 and 2, is writing it, and I think they're pretty much going to let him direct it. And so, from what I was gathering, uh, Idris Elba is, the t is locked in at number one with a bullet, and he's number one with a bullet in the eyes of Warner Brothers as well as James Gunn. And I think... I think it'll be interesting. I like that they're not, you know, originally in the comic books, Floyd Lawton was a white man as, you know, if you go back through the history of comics, you know, almost a millennia ago, everybody was white. And yeah, we don't need to go any further into it than that. Every, every comic book character was a white person. If there was a person of, in their color, or usually re relegated to like a servant role or they weren't the main title character, you know? Everything was white. Let's just leave it at that. 
I, I, uh, you know, I think that, you know, fuck it. Give him a, give him a shot. You know what I'm saying? No one wanted to give Heath Ledger a shot. And this is what I had to just kept reminding people of when they announced Ben Affleck was going to be the next Batman is that, you know, people are bitching and moaning. Give the motherfucker a shot. I didn't give Heath Ledger a shot. He blew me the fuck out of the water, you know. I'm not still on his dick about the Joker role this far after I've kind of moved on. It has its place in history. You know, some people are just fucking entranced with it. But I say give Idris a shot. I mean, the man can do no wrong besides the Dark Tower movie, which I don't really think was his fault. And I didn't see it, so I can't really say too much. You know, I caught about five minutes. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. I'm out of here. But yeah, I say give Idris a shot. He'll have a uh he'll have some kind of inclination of what it's like to play comic book characters since his villainous role in the Hobbs and Shaw Fast and Furious presents spin off, rip off, jack off, whatever you want to call it off. Uh he'll have the experience of playing a a baddie because he's basically just a fucking supervillain. It's it's kinda nuts if you saw the trailer. I digress. Um Next up on the docket, Emma Watson is at the top of the list for the female lead opposite Scarlett Johansson and the long, and it's not long gestating because they previously, they had just, they announced it not that long ago, but I'm saying long gestating because fucking Natasha Romanoff should have had her own um, solo movie back like, I don't know before Avengers 2. I feel like that's why I'm saying it's long gestating because it's ridiculous that fucking, what, 10 years on and we're finally getting a Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. Black Widow solo movie? Like, fucking ridiculous. It took them 10 years to get their first female solo movie and we're not even given, you know, give respect where respect is due. Natasha Romanoff deserves deserves that spot. I think it's kind of bullshit, but, you know, that's that's a tale for another tape. Um, hey, man, you know, the always and talented Emma Watson. I mean, you can't you can't go wrong with that. I, I won't be mad at it. I'm just I'm just trying to figure out who she would be. But I know whatever she's going to do, she's going to kill it. She's a very talented and lovely young woman. And I look forward to seeing what may or may not come of it. You know, that's about all there was for that. There's not very much to say. And uh, next up on the docket, another thing that shocked, you know, call the news today, Silk the Shocker, because I am shocked as shit. Uh, Arrow. Sorry about that. Sorry about that, you guys. Arrow is... The series Arrow is concluding after its eighth season next year. And uh, it's going to be a shorter ten-episode arc, which I've I've started to like so much better because you can tell a tighter, more compact story arc with fewer episodes. What ends up happening typically typically with, with TV shows, whether it's comic book, crime drama, the works, whatnot... 
is that, fuck, man, you're doing 23 episodes. Shit's going to drag in the middle. It's usually right around their holiday break. You know, they come back from the break and the episode before the holiday break and like three episodes after the holiday break where it just drags and it's, you know, it's sucky. And so I'm I'm super big on shorter story arcs and shorter seasons. I know there are probably a grip of people who are going to be sad about not getting to see Oliver Queen every week on their TV screens. I uh I feel like the season the, the series could have ended three seasons ago. I'd say back in season five, maybe season six, it could have ended. I feel like they've kind of stretched it. There's nowhere else they could go, honestly, with the series and it's it's worn a little it's worn a little thin on me. I'm at the point of oversaturation to the extent where I'm not even watching it. I'm just going to, and now that I know that it's ending, I have even less motivation to keep caught up. I'm going to just let it end and then I'll catch up with it on Netflix. I always think, you know, if I was an actor, if I really dug the character, I would want to do it for as long as the powers that be would let me do it. But as a watcher, you know, sometimes, and we were just, I was just talking about this yesterday with Kimmy Schmidt, the un- the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and why it's one of the reasons it was such a brilliant TV show, because they knew when to, ha- to hang it the fuck up. And I guess ratings are everything in TV, but there's nothing wrong with having a story to tell, telling your story, then getting the fuck out of Dodge before people want to fucking stab you to death and shit in your eye holes. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's welcome news to me, you know. Uh, sad for the super fans of Arrow, but I'm I'm not really stressing it because there's always more on the horizon. People, we still got the Flash, we still got Black Lightning, we still got the Legends of Tomorrow, we still got uh, fuck, you know. Oh, the the that Batwoman TV show if they ever get around to that, we still got that. And who's to say that Stephen Amell, aka Oliver Queen, aka the Green Arrow. A.K.A. The Hood, A.K.A. The Arrow, A.K.A. The A.K.A. Who's to say that he won't pop up in like The Flash or something like that? You never know. And finally, my last bit of news to wrap the episode up with. uh, Maleficent 2 finally has a title. It's going to be... Sorry, let me get my... It's going to be Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Uh, this one is due out October 18th, 2019 this year. Originally set for a May 2020 release, but got moved up. I guess they must have been ahead on production and, and the whatnot. But yeah, you know, that's uh, I didn't expect Maleficent or Maleficent, whatever, to get a sequel. I feel like it told a story, and this is, you know, another fucking problem with Hollywood is that Honestly, they don't give a shit about people like you and me. They don't care that we spend our hard-earned money, hard-earned money, spend our hard-earned money, spend our hard-earned money. They don't care. For people in Hollywood, it's all about the numbers, and their bottom line is for every dollar they spend, they better be making back at least fifty dollars on that one dollar investment. And so that's why it is like, you know, I didn't, I don't know, I don't have the numbers on hand to say what the first one did, 
but it's one of the few Disney movies that Disney did that they took a chance on that they didn't end up shitting the bed on, you know. They didn't have a John Carter of Mars on their hands or nothing like that. But yeah, you know, whatever. Okay, I guess there's there's an audience out there for creepy skin and bones Angelina Jolie to do her thing. And you know, whatever. Good for them. I hope it's a it's a decent sequel. Hopefully it isn't like Alice in Wonderland, Alice Through the Looking Glass, which I watched the movie and the whole time I was angry at the people who made it because I know that they only made it for money. And yeah, so hopefully it's not another one of those situations. But that's going to have to wrap it up for this installment of news around the interwebs, y'all. I'll be catching you on the tippy top. I think I'm going to take a few days off and I won't hit you up with another podcast until I give my opinions, spoiler light, on Brie Larson's Captain Marvel. Alright, catch you guys later. Have a nice night and remember, be kind to each other. Alright, peace.